Yo, yo, yo. Alright, this is how we begin. Waiting for YouTube to join us. This is Clean Pin. I believe we're on episode 5 here on audio version. And the video version, which you could find on From the Bleachers Sports Show, we should be on episode 40 something. <laughs> we will confirm. But uh, yeah, we're live now on both. Let's just check if we have uh, how the audio is coming through. Make sure there are no audio difficulties here. And we're going to breeze through some wrestling news and uh, rumors. Try to get this in and out in uh, half an hour. Let's see if we got... Alright, so audio seems to be a go. And we're live. We talk about everything wrestling related. AEW, WWE, MLW, ROH, TNA, NWA. So uh, likely um, will be like... A likely thing that if you like this episode that uh, you click the like button and um, join us every week every Saturday for the most part so where do we begin uh, the WWE draft uh, began on Smackdown so just uh, you know be, be clear on the draft uh, not all, necessarily not all of the roster was available uh, for the draft on Friday. Okay, so the draft started um, on SmackDown, uh, went into today, I believe it was, um, it was on that WWE Network show, I believe it was the bump, but they were uh, a little bit uh, further um where they did further the draft, I believe they drafted an additional, I want to say, uh, three people. So, just a, a general thing here, um, as far as uh, the draft, okay? And let me just pull this up here. That way, uh, we could be as accurate as possible. Okay. Let's see, we're going to go to 2020 WWE Draft Results, SmackDown Raw Rosses, Alright, so the first round, okay, makes sense. Drew McIntyre staying at Raw, uh, Roman Reigns staying at SmackDown, Asuka going to Raw, of, of course, uh, champion, take all your champions. This is round one. Seth Rollins then going to SmackDown. Okay. Hurt Business going to Raw. Okay. Then you had, you know, in the second round, for example, AJ Styles um, going over to uh, Raw in the second round. Then right after that, in the second round, you have Naomi. But in the third round, you had Mandy Rose, followed by 
um, uh, the Miz and John Morrison in the third round. Okay, so indulge me here. Now I know it's a suspension of disbelief. Sometimes we as wrestling fans um, look into things more than they really should be looked into. But if this was a draft, and you're drafting based on, I guess, accomplishments and ability, how are the Miz and Morrison going in round three and... Um, the Hurt Business, who, although they are a faction, haven't really accomplished much. And for that matter, how is Naomi going in the second round to Raw? While Miz and uh, Morrison are going in the third round. You following what I'm saying? So it's like saying you're having this draft. And a draft, you, you pick... You pick the... the um, the, the athletes or, or the uh, wrestlers that have accomplished more. Miz and Morrison between them have a gazillion championships. And uh, Mandy Rose, who's, or, or Naomi rather, who was taken in the second round, has nothing. No championships. So, yeah, it's just, you know, I guess suspension of disbelief. That's, you know, it... The, the draft always, you know, it, it's never really conducted, I guess, as if uh, being a true draft. And there's really... And we're back anyway. Just uh, messed up that uh, audio version. Hopefully it came out all right. Anyway, like I was saying, with the draft, there is no rhyme or reason. Certain wrestlers are going before other wrestlers, and it makes no sense just based on accomplishment. That's the first thing. Uh, the second thing, um, you had, like, for example, you had you had heavy machinery listed together as a tag team. There are a tag team, but they weren't drafted as a tag team. They were drafted separately it was heavy machinery but instead one partner one guy rather um otis stays on smackdown and tucker goes on raw so they're a tag team they went on the ballot as a tag team but they split them up it makes uh, you know no, no no sense to me, and I, and I will go back and um, kind of um, um, give my two cents there on um, heavy machinery uh, being broken up as well, you know. But but that's you know um, what I find kind of it, like it, it doesn't make sense and um, how it's being drafted, how it's being presented. Meanwhile, you have, um, you know, the New Day, which has always been, again, they presented them as New Day, not Big E, um, Kofi Kingston, um, Xavier Woods. It was the New Day. 
So they drafted New Day into Raw, and then they took Big E, who was in New Day, on SmackDown. So that is, they're, they're not being consistent. And they have, uh, have Rey Mysterio and... Um, Rey Mysterio, they have Rey Mysterio and Dominic in as a tag team, but they haven't really been a, a, a tag team, and they get drafted together to SmackDown. You've had Rey Mysterio in Dominic's corner, not necessarily Dominic and Rey Mysterio being a tag team, because Dominic has been a tag team partner for the most part with everyone except Rey Mysterio, except for that one time. So... You know, the, the rhyme and reasoning with, with the draft really um, does not make, uh, it, uh, it's hard to follow, it doesn't make any sense uh, for me. But, you know, the, the draft is important. Uh, you got to, some people do need a, a, a fresh uh, start because they've just kind of been in um, just uh, uh, just limbo and not really... Um, moving anywhere so it, it's good in that regard uh, now as far as actual like little things that I, I'll take from um, the, the draft and the draft will continue uh, this week on Raw heavy machinery um broken up um you know i i worry about um tucker i I worry about tucker otis uh with the money in the bank uh briefcase that's a storyline uh you know that's a story in itself um it's gonna keep him relevant um i i think even if he didn't have uh the briefcase he would be uh relevant because he does he does have the um the charisma so i think otis will always be relevant now what do you do with this uh, with the briefcase honestly i i don't i don't see him keeping that briefcase and nor do i see him uh, cashing in that, even actually having a chance to cash in that briefcase. Uh, at this moment, I don't think he even is um, uh, a, like a, a tag team uh, champion, uh, rather a world heavyweight champion worthy. Um, but he has the charisma, he has um, the facial expressions, he has what is it the the baby caterpillar <laughs> that he um uses in his arsenal so he will be able to um keep himself in the in the in the in the public eye and um you know being on uh, on smackdown on, on on fox there uh fox could definitely market him um listen kind of like how um, the worm uh, with Scotty Tuhati and um, Rikishi and Brian Christopher. Uh, they could be an act where, 
you know, they, they were in Aqua, all the kids were behind. Um, they can more, more, they could market Otis beautifully. Um, you know, t-shirts, designs, everything, you just gotta worry. Uh, that way, um, you know, because I could, I could almost see it where WWE will just, um, kind of make him, I just worry that they don't make him into a character, what is it, is it character or chur? of himself, uh, that way he doesn't become basically a meme of himself, so you gotta worry about that, uh, Tucker, uh, it, it seems like to me anyway that his whole character, um, has been focused, uh, around Otis, around Otis, right, so at first it was trying to, um, uh, make sure that in storyline uh he was looking after um his back uh making sure that his buddy was not hurt uh by mandy rose he also then uh most recently has been trying to help um otis keep the briefcase and not lose it because uh, now I believe, uh, if I'm following the storyline correctly, uh, I believe Otis has some type of lawsuit that he has to try to um, defend against himself and, you know, things along that nature. So, his whole character has been everything directed towards Otis. But the question is, who is Tucker? And I think that's something that the WWE didn't really take time to, uh, to, to, to tell the story. Now, are we going to go by um, the logic or we're going to go by saying, listen, Tucker is a guy that uh, is very loyal to his friends, um, a very loyal guy and... But, you know, what else do you have on Tucker? I think they've spent too much time developing the character of Otis and not Tucker. And that could be just uh, really a, a detriment to Tucker since they split them up. So, listen, Otis is going to have that personality. He's going to do well. Uh, but I worry about uh, Tucker. I, I really do. Um, on SmackDown, you had. <laughs> I just. I really. I. I, um, I shake my head. I shake my head. As soon as, first of all, a couple, New Day. Okay, New Day have been multiple gazillion time tag team champions at this point. Between the New Day and the Usos, it, uh, it, it's almost like that is the, the safe bet 
for your tag champs. Whenever they feel that something is stale. Oh, Art of New Day around? Is um, Art of Usos around? Let's put the strap on them. So there you go. And it just kind of just absolutely destroys... Uh, it it just destroys, I don't know, it just destroys uh, the credibility of the tag team division. And you could you could just pretty much call Cesaro and um, Shinsuke Nakamura just uh, uh, placeholders, just title holders, because that's what they were. It seems like, you know, uh, uh, listen, they were on the shelf, both of them, uh, Kingston and... Um, Savior Woods, they were on the shelf for a, a, a considerable amount of time. They appear out of left field. To get a title shot out of left field, what they haven't wrestled, they haven't, they haven't been up the ladder, they haven't worked their way back. They get a title shot, and they win. And down goes Cesaro. Down goes Shinsuke Nakamura into obscurity. You know, a giant, um, giant smacko in the face. And uh, it really doesn't, kind of destroys your, your, your tag team division, your credibility. I mean, you're going to say to me, well, name me three tag teams right now. And, that, and that's a good question that, um, Good point that you uh, may have, and that's something that we have to think about. How many tag teams do we actually have? But the point I'm trying to make is the little tag teams that we do have, the New Day just automatically get a shot for what reason? And, uh, you know, what does that really say for, you know, Sinsuke and Cesaro at this point? And not only that, we also find out that they decided to finally split up uh, New Day. Biggie, uh, on his own, um, and uh, Woods and um, Kingston uh, onto the Raw Brown uh, Raw Brand Raw Brand. There you go. Try saying that ten times fast. On the raw brand, um, it, you know, Kingston and Woods are gonna bring breed some new life in, into there. Let's be honest with you; that show has been completely uh, be, between the two shows, between Raw and SmackDown. Raw has been the the show that's been really uh, struggling. But nonetheless, okay, you have, I, I, even though they're not together, I think they could still be New Day, right? They're just not all together. There's just New Day on one show and New Day on the other show. You know, it, it's like the horsemen. The horsemen um, weren't always um, together at every uh you know, step of the way. 
But Biggie, um, you seen, you seen the match on this past Friday on uh, SmackDown. And it does feel like uh, we're going to maybe see um, maybe Sheamus on his way to Raw. I mean, that match, uh, they went all out. Uh, Some of the things (laughs) that... It was a good opening match for SmackDown. Some of the things that they used um, in that false count uh, anywhere match was a little kooky. You know, eggs? Come on now. But, you know, that match, I think, showed you um, that Big E is able to be serious and and should be taken seriously and not just some uh, guy that just uh, throws throws fake pancakes around and just rolls around in the the ring on, uh, you know, in his entrance. So, I think he he asserted himself... um, that he should be taken seriously. He never really had the opportunity to really run by himself on a singles. Um, but I, I think he's been showing that, uh, again, his serious side. And... Um, I think it's potential eventually down the road, uh, if it works out well, you could see uh, Big E going up against um, a Roman Reigns down the road. So uh, this has potential. I think Big E in a, in a singles bout, um, you know, definitely has uh, potential. Definitely does. So interested and um, excited to see what will happen uh, with Big E uh, going forward in in his singles uh, reign here. As we need a little plug-in. Hold on one second. Just a couple quick more things here on SmackDown before we take a quick bake up, uh, quick bake, a quick a break, and uh, I'll play some retro, uh, a retro clip about Biggie from uh, way back way in, uh, in the day, as we transition into um, a couple of other topics here. But uh, very quickly, um, Lars Sullivan also uh, returned. But he's going to be actually, um, he, he returned again uh, from injury. He's been around uh, out for quite some time. Looks strong. Uh, Riddle knocked him out. Um, knocked out Miz. You know, knocked out pretty much everyone in his sight. And that's why, you know, like social media already, 
Social media, man, cannot, <laughs> cannot, let, they can, just cannot let things go. The guy has been back only for what? A couple of seconds already. They're already on him with the, um, with the memes, the old pictures from his past and, you know, they cannot let things go. They just want to <laughs> drive it, drive it into the ground and keep things rolling and uh, just the, not, it's like uh, you know uh, you, they don't allow people to have fresh starts fresh starts not no such thing no such thing in the, in the social media world so interested to see um, uh, who was undrafted so far you had Elias Shorty G Mickey James Lucia House Party Mickey James, by the way, too, who she's just been, I don't know if it's coincidence, maybe it's just timing, maybe it's just the way it's been unfolding, but every uh, every time that you hear uh, Nick Aldis speak, you know, in an interview, uh, NWA, by the way, just, I miss it so much, a world's champion, the true world's champion, Nick Aldis, so every time he speaks... And there is some type of a problem between him and the WWE for whatever reason. Every time he speaks, it seems that uh, his wife, Mickey James, on TV, the following week, uh, is just eating piles and piles of plates of 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 garbage, and uh, she just cannot uh, catch up, same thing is going for Lana, just, uh, every time Miro speaks about something, he's going through, um, uh, she's going through, uh, tables, she's, like, been going through a table, like, three times, uh, three straight weeks already, coincidence, WWE being petty, yeah, I think it's WWE being petty, but it's, um, I think no coincidence that, uh, She's been uh, left um, that she's been left uh, undrafted. So <laughs> just uh, you shake your head. So going into um, the draft. Before we wrapped up the draft, um, draft eligible on Monday. You have Sammy Drain, Andrade, Alistair Black, Daniel Bryan, King Corbin, Apollo, uh, Apollo Cruz, Eric, Jeff Hardy, Keith Lee, Riddick Moss, Titus O'Neil, Orton, Owens, Artruth, Riddle, uh, Seamus, Braun Strowman, Tazawa, Bray Wyatt. Arturo Ruas. Women is Bailey, Alexa Bliss, Carmella, Nikki Cross. By the way, Carmella, after all of this hype, vignettes, vignette, 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 finally makes an appearance and uh, now is, um, the, and then the, the, the following week, um, Nowhere to be seen. <laughs> Ain't that just uh, how, how things work? Really no consistency. How important she is 
they make her out to be like 20 pounds of gold all that work and then the following week they cannot keep it consistent and follow up so how are you uh, as the viewer supposed to take that you know just uh my two cents but you know again maybe i'm just looking at it um a little bit uh too in detail too in depth but um uh, you know those are my two cents on that. That's the draft. A couple of other things to get into. Do want to take a small break just the way I, that way I could resettle, um, reset everything. And just go back to a video that I did, which is from the Bleacher Sports Show. So please do subscribe. And uh, just to giving uh, my thoughts on um, Big E at, at that point, if I could fo follow it here. If I could find it. Let's see. Remember when they were calling him Big E Langston? There you go, Big E Langston. Let's play it. This is from seven years ago. I made a video seven years ago on Big E. It was called Big E Langston at the point. Here's some of that quick clip. Ah, uh, yes. Welcome to another edition of Smart Chat. And I am your host, Tommy. Oh, Smart Chat. Yeah, Tommy Smart Chat. And today... After a long layoff of not making any YouTube videos, and I pardon, apologize, I have a Be topic right for you that will rock your socks off. I don't know if that's even possible, but it begins right after this. Roll it. Ah, yes. WWE. They really love their big men. And in case you have missed it, we've seen the debut view, the debut rather, of Big E Langston. Big E Langston. Now, this is probably two weeks now ago. But when I think Big E Langston, I think he's doomed for failure. Scratching my head, I think about Mason Ryan. I also think about Big Zeke, Andrew Jackson, to name a couple of big men. That recently debuted, oh, not recently, that debuted in the not-too-distant past. And where are they right now? Mason Ryan, K-1, 
came off as a heel, then a face, and now is off TV. Big Zeke, heel, that didn't work too well. It worked for a while when, he's with, when he was with Brian Kedrick. Then he became a face, a heel, a face, injured, and now he's off of television as well. And Big Andrew Jackson, one appearance on TV with Tyson Kidd as the bodyguard, and then, adios, amigos, bye-bye. And then we have Big E Langston that made his deb debut recently, two weeks ago. Now, there are many things that are wrong with the Big E Langston debut something that i wish i wish wwe would hire me to be on the creative team because after all i am smart chat and there are just a number of things that i'm sure strike your head and strike you as odd and you think to yourself that they're destined for failure and there are a few things that I want to share with you, and I'll explain what I mean. First off, who is Big E Langston? Who exactly is he? Why not build up his character? Why not make people care? If you recall, when he simply debuted, the announcers said that he is Big E Langston from NXT. Okay? And that's assuming that people watch NXT. Why not the build for this guy weeks? For a few weeks, few vignettes. Make him, let us know a little bit about him. Let us invest in him. Let us like him. Let us hate him. Why do they now have run-ins as introductions? Whatever happened to the old school vignettes? That's the first point where I think that this could be a colossal fail. We don't know who he is. Two, for a heel, he does not look like a heel at all. He looks like the type of guy that you just want to pinch his cheeks. Pinch his cheeks. He, they need, he needs a new look, a new setup new tights get him out of this the uh the gear that he had on last few weeks to look silly silly does not flatter him does not make him tough maybe have him wear the old classic trunks black trunks he looks like a baby face again he looks harmless toughen up his image maybe grow a beard hey simple but it might work grow a beard, or wear some shades, or maybe even a chain, something to make him look a little bit more fearless, take him more seriously. Hmm. Number two. He is working with John Cena and if you know a little bit about Cena, he can't A, wrestle, 
But take that back. He now has the six moves of doom. And B, he can't sell. So how is this guy, John Cena, going to make this guy look good? Assuming all stays the same the way it does now. Question opposed to you. That video was from January 1st, 2013. Wow. And, you know, just going back on, you know, Big E, that's, he accomplished a lot. He accomplished a lot. This tag team. I, you know, I think maybe I'm wrong. But I think a lot of people uh, rest when you when you're growing up, you expi- uh, inspire to be the heavyweight champion. Singles, singles. Now, when they uh, announced on uh, on SmackDown that they were being split up, I don't know. It, did they know? Uh, it looked like they might have known, but you could see that they were still kind of like you, 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 you know, it's different knowing something than when you actually hear it. It's like, geez, man, damn. So I think they'll do fine. On, uh, I think that they'll do fine, and I'm sure they're already having uh, a celebration of, um, New Day, New Day's like next week. It's like New Day's last match on SmackDown, and they're already trapped. It's like a, their farewell match. Already having reunion tours, reunion tours. <laughs> anyway, let's jump into uh, AEW there for uh, a little bit here, and I know this has been a little bit raw, uh, heavy, but we're gonna jump into um, AEW. And, uh, my, 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 AEW, right? So, we've seen Cody come back. No, well, he, he did come back last week. This week, he uh, faced in a dog collar match. On AEW Dynamite, uh, he did face a Brody Lee. Okay, and remember, he spent all this time, all this time, trying to uh, and build up the Dark Order, build up Brody Lee. Um, the right way. Trying to build them up that way they're taken seriously. And what do you do? As soon as Cody comes back. Again, what is with this this whole thing here of which I don't understand. This whole thing here no, unless he he automatically deserves, uh, gets a, a rematch. Maybe that's it. But how is this automatically? 
Cody has been off TV and automatically is fighting for the championship again. We were under the assumption that wins and losses uh, matter here. Well then, right off the bat, he's already getting a title shot. Now, if you're going to tell me it's a rematch, okay, different thing. But, does this win with Cody having the championship back, how does this help Brody Lee besides not helping him at all, besides making him look silly, besides you're just trying to build up the dark order where they're being taken uh, as a threat, and you're on your way there with some wins, and now he just loses. How many of the title defenses did Brody Lee have? One, two at the most? And here you are, he just seems like he is a like he was a placeholder championship. Placeholder championship. For as soon as Cody came. Now, does Cody need a championship? Let me ask you that. Does he need the championship? It's funny. Because <laughs> everyone is quick to uh, jump on, you know, uh, WWE's back. Like, oh! WWE, uh, misused them, misused them. AEW does a thing like that. Oh, you don't hear a peep. <laughs> you, you don't hear a, you don't hear a peep. Not a peep. All is right in in the world because it's um, you know, it's AEW and and um, they cannot do no wrong. Again, guys, if you're new to this uh, channel, uh, please hit the um, subscribe button. It um, it 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 means a lot, and um, it definitely does help you. Let's see. There you go. There, there was a, a something on Twitter. Tweet, 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 tweet. Uh, where someone uh, added or someone, you know, tagged uh, Jericho. Referring to the O'Reilly-Balor uh, matchup on NXT. Like, hey, take notes. And Jericho goes, Sure. How to mess each other up during a match so they can't work again for months. Hashtag smart wrestling. Now listen, Jericho has to me, Jericho has been involved in situations like this in his career. Remember that face first bulldog off a ladder off Bubba Dudley on Raw in 2002? That knocked him silly? 
pot calling the kettle black, if you ask me. So he has so he has hurt someone before. Bret Hart is the only one that gets off free. Uh, you know, and he and to me it seems like he's acting above it when he's done exactly such. Maybe I'm reading too much into a single tweet. I'm sure, you know, Jericho respects the business all too much. And it's possible that it could be, and I wouldn't rule that out. I I just really think that in the last um, year or so, his quote-unquote confidence regarding his uh, ability and work kind of gets muddled at times for being too cocky. Not taking away his skill. No, no. And ability. But he's not... You know, hitting a homer in with everything that he does, and and I know he's trying to build a company by any means necessary. Bad thing is, if AEW fails, uh, we we all lose, right? Back to the same old WWE, and listen, I can appreciate that. Going on to the to the to the just uh, before we call it a night here, um, and just as you can see, this episode was hit, uh, mostly about the um, the draft because it, it will be you know uh, it's going to shape the storylines in the coming uh, in the coming weeks here. Uh, you know, and I and I found it interesting to but just to to the drafts. Found it interesting that the drafts were allowed. Found it interesting, rather, that brands were allowed to draft talents that currently reside on that show, especially when Raw, you know, drafted Drew with the first pick, and Cole made it known that Raw was keeping a champion. I like that because it presented the importance of the brand wanting to keep their guy and want that, uh, you know, talent met. To the brand. Leaving the talent pool open in this draft format. Allowing that to occur. Made the draft for me kind of seem more realistic. And you know. Overall this wasn't earth shattering this draft. But it seemed like a solid format this time around. Um, made some sense. You know when the context of the rules uh, were explained ahead of time. Um, so. It'll be interesting to see where you go from here. Very interesting what happens with the, uh, with the draft in the, in the coming weeks. Uh, that's it for this edition here of Clean Pin. I uh, wanted to get it out to you guys. Just give you my some of my quick thoughts here. Again, if you're new here, please do subscribe on the YouTube. If you're listening to audio, 
please share the audio. Maybe you would uh, like to consider subscribing to um, the video portion on YouTube from the Bleacher Sports Show. It's been a fun time, guys. I will see you all next week. This is from the Bleachers Sports Show. Mahalo.